This is Just Scott, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on The Drive on Phoenix FM. Yes, it is. And I'm delighted to say, zooming onto the show all the way from the other side of the pond, is Just Scott, a.k.a. Scott Firstein. Hello, sir. Hello there. How are you? Fantastic. It's a great day. It's good to have you on board. Thanks for joining us. Um, so Just Scott is your artist name, of course. We should say that. Yes, it is. Excellent. So Just Scott, just on the show. Um, it's great to finally get you on. I've been loving your music for a while, mate. Um, and you've got new stuff to share with us soon. Um, before we get into all that, can you describe the backdrop for us? There's a fantastic scene behind you here. Oh, there's, this is my living room. <laughs> so uh, we've got a couple of guitars hanging. The, nice. uh, the guitar is, uh, is actually my wedding book. We had everybody sign one of my guitars. Oh, that's lovely. Yep. And the other guitar was, uh, was a present from an ex-girlfriend <laughs> that I decided <laughs> to retire and I got a band to sign it from out here. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, it looks like a very nice couple of guitars. <laughs> what a cool idea to get everyone for the wedding to sign a guitar. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get to play it any longer, but it gave me a reason to buy another one. So it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> that's brilliant i've just started getting all my guests to sign an acoustic guitar um, unfortunately as you're in the u.s that's going to be very difficult but if you're ever that's over right. here we'll get you to sign that one oh, absolutely <laughs> so whereabouts in in the united states are you sir so i live on a remote island uh in in new york so you know new york has long island and long island looks like a fish and between the two fins or tails there's another little island called shelter island it's uh people consider it part of the Hamptons. So uh, it's like going to the Hamptons, but without all the paparazzi. Like if you're a celebrity, you come where I live because you're not going to be bothered. Aha. Uh-huh. I yeah. like it. Head of the game on the fame stakes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get the paparazzi just yet hanging outside. Your no, door. No, they no. will when I'm they find move. out. Yeah. I'm going to move in a few years. So <laughs> like- Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Get a- when you got your, your, your fame sunglasses on. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> Great to have you on. Uh, we've been loving your singles that have been coming out. Uh, we just heard my favorite on Phoenix FM Drive, which uh, was your previous single, I have to say, uh, Till Today, my favorite. Uh, it's a great track. All your music seems um, really kind of uh, heavily doused in 80s vibe. Yes, it is. Um, just, I love the 80s. You know, being a product of the 80s, it was. Uh, I had an older brother that was listening to all sorts of music during that time. And the new wave genre just really stuck with me through the years. Um, so I've just come back to my roots, I guess. Yeah. I mean, did that kind of, you say, come back to which did you ever time when you were sort of trying to do different stuff or? Yeah. You know, so previously when I used to, you know, play music and tour and before I had kids, uh, it was all very, Similar, but not synthy. It was more acoustic 80s and, uh, you know, it was during the emo scene. So, yeah, you know, you're writing about uh, heartbreak and now I'm blissfully happy. And now, I'm, you know, and what better <laughs> sound other than a keyboard that's <laughs> to uh, use that as an example. Excellent. So you've come full circle, gone back to your roots um, growing up in the 80s. I mean, I'm a 90s kid, so I just look at the 80s and think, man, that sounded great. Like. What happened? <laughs> Why did it all stop when I was came along? <laughs> but oh, yeah. certainly some of my favorite bands are from the 80s. Um, 
as you're a, a big 80s fan, I thought we'd have a little go at an 80s quiz if you're feeling lucky. Um, this this could, this could be interesting, as obviously you are in the US, and this is from an English newspaper. So oh, full disclosure, you might struggle. but <laughs> <laughs> We'll give it a shot. Let's Maybe. give it a go. Let's give it a go. Uh, sensible answers, um, not necessarily encouraged, so feel free to freestyle, um, but play along at home if it's safe and convenient to do so. Just Scott versus our Phoenix FM listeners. <laughs> Question one. Who sang the title track of the 80s Bond film, The Living Daylights? Oh, crap. <laughs> Strong uh, start. I mean, Duran Duran did one. It wasn't that one, I don't think. That was a view to a kill, I think. Or, yes. uh, oh God. Oh, this is tough. I think as lots of people say, it's the best thing about the film is the song. <laughs> oh, boy. This is, yeah, this is rough. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to buzz pass. out. Buzz out. It was Aha. Aha. The living Aha. I didn't know Aha. I didn't know that. I could. I feel like I should give you half a point for getting all the other facts right. Um, <laughs> it's a good one. Add Duran Duran. Not going to forget that now. <laughs> okay, number two uh, of our eighties quiz. Now forever associated with the Foo Fighters and Rick Rolling, which nineteen eighty seven Rick Astley song became number one in twenty five countries. Never going to give you up. Oh, very good. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got a Rick Astley song in. I love it. <laughs> Question three. Which single gave Whitney Houston her first UK number one in 1985? Oh, boy. Uh, oh, this is 1985. This is really far back. I was only nine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's that's uh, you probably weren't keeping notes at that point. Yeah, that's 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 pre bodyguard. That's uh, oof. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. That's hard. That is really hard. I should take a uh, want to dance with somebody or uh, no, it was oh. unlucky. Good guess, though. Good guess. Saving all my love for you. Oh, that, that was the one I couldn't get. I kept on coming up with Mariah Carey songs. <laughs> It's what happens, isn't it? You get this song in your head, and you're like, that's not even the right one, but it's stuck in your head. And you... <laughs> Can't get it out. <laughs> that was a tough one. Okay, question four. What was the best-selling single of the whole of the 1980s in the UK? Oh, in the UK. Best-selling single. Single. Oh. I'm just going to throw some nonsense out there and say, Tainted Love, Soft Cell. Oh, it would have been, <laughs> it would have been better, I think, actually. Um, <laughs> it was the charity Christmas single by Band-Aid. Do oh, they know man. it's Christmas? I, would, I didn't even think about holidays. I know. Yeah. Oh, that is such a great one. It tops every chart, but I feel like it should be disqualified because it's only played at Christmas. Like, you can't yes, play it. should have known that. It's a great one. Uh, a, yeah. <laughs> Out of the two, I'd probably play Soft Cell. Um, I was a... Uh, <laughs> versus band-aid to be honest but there we go uh, <laughs> that was a band-aid right question five okay. which famous actor was waiting for banana rama in 1984 was waiting for banana rama in 1984 what does that mean 
That is a very coded question, and you'll only even get it if you know the answer. If you don't know the answer, there's no hope in hell. It was the year that <laughs> Karate Kid came out, so I'm going to say Ralph Macchio. Oh, close. Um, no. <laughs> it's Robert De Niro. Oh, so close. Oh, it's, so what? close. Why? Why? Well, there's, they did a song called Robert De Niro's Waiting. Um, oh, my which, God, did they really? Which totally makes sense if you know that. If you don't oh. know that, that is a random question <laughs> i was just thinking cool summer because it was in karate kid i yeah didn't know that, that is, <laughs> you are really pulling out the obscurity i mean thank you to the times for uh, pulling out some <laughs> curveballs here <That's> good. <laughs> okay uh we have question number eight which iconic simple minds song plays during the opening and closing credits of the film the breakfast club don't you forget about me. Oh, yes, indeed. Now, did. All right. There we go. Back in the game. We're back in the game. We're in the game. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. Can we get to five points? I think we got it. We're on. We're on. <laughs> okay. Um, which 1981 Journey song failed to crack the UK top 40 on release, but then reached number six in 2009? Probably don't stop believing. Yes, it was indeed. Yeah. Look at that. Making a big comeback. I don't know. I mean, I think it was in some TV show. Um, oh, yes. Was it? Well, it was, the... it was uh, in Glee, I think. Glee, yeah. that was it. Yeah. It was a big TV show. That kind of, yeah, put it back. I think I just ruined it, really. I thought it preferred it before. But, um... Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> hearing that song a cappella is really weird. Yeah, yeah. You need to, <laughs> I mean... Why would you take that piano out? Just Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is for the big number four. Um, right. Who is the lead singer of the band Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, man. That is... Uh... I'm trying to relax right now and think. <laughs> See what you did there. See what... <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't, I don't have it, but he looks like Simon LeBon a little bit or whatever. Hey, you know. They do look alike. Yeah, there was a definite 80s singer style. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, he shares one name with the lead singer of ACDC, if that helps. Oh. Uh, Specifically the surname. <laughs> surname. I don't know. Uh O'Toole, no, oh, uh, Mark O'Toole. No, I'm just making things up just now. Making up names. It was I, I think these are names of the band, but I'm just not sure of. Oh, I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm buzzing out. Buzzing out past. It was Holly Johnson. Oh, Holly Johnson. God. Unlucky, God. unlucky. Okay, so this this is for the four. The final question. I believe in you, Scott. You can do this. This is the one. I have to Google that later. <laughs> See if I get any of those names right. In which iconic music video did Queen parody the popular UK sitcom Coronation Street? Oh crap! That's a that's a I... weird way to ask. Basically, the question: Which one did they dress up like women? Well, it's not another one. By the dust is like very dominatrix. Uh, yeah. Oh man! Think Freddie Mercury. Ironing. Freddie Mercury videos. 
and doing the washing up and using a hoover. And <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is not easy. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go with no, it's not Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not gonna get this one right. Uh, All right, tell me. It was I want to break free. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch the video now. Video for that. What year was that? Oh, uh, oh, that's a good shout. I I would guess eighty four. I I don't know. No, see, right. I failed. I failed your quiz. That's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> that is tough. You know, I listen to all that music still to this day, but music videos have kind of died, and you don't really see yeah. them any longer. No, you don't. Google or YouTube. You have to physically go and look them up, don't you? Or watch some really late night TV show that just shows you a little bit of each video. Right, 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 right. Countdown of the top 180 songs no one's heard anymore. <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. These are some good questions, but really difficult. Well, you did well. Um, considering you're on the other side of the pond, and there were some that's tough good. questions there. Um, four points. What else got? Is there a, a consolation prize? Is there one more question? One more question. <laughs> um, is there one more question? Can we think of another question? Um, um, uh, I'm trying to just, just randomly off the top of my head. Okay, okay. Right, here we go. <laughs> this one's easy to kind of uh, guess, I suppose. I'll give you okay. a point if you get it. Three points if you get it right. All right. And, and um, a couple of points if you're close. How old were George Michael and Andrew Ridgely of Wham when they wrote... Careless Whisper. 19. Oh, you were two years out. Oh. 17 years old. Oh, man. That was a very careless whisper. They were very young to be a, singing about right, such. That's pretty deep, yeah. <laughs> that is, isn't it? 17. I, I even went to discos and danced until I was 18. <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't have a drink yet. It's really interesting. That's, mm. that's really good. Yeah. Very I'll give you a couple of points anyway for getting close. Uh, <laughs> we'll round awesome. it up to six points. Well done, Scott. Right. Well done. With a bonus five that for taking me, part. Uh, <laughs> like a 50% student. That's good. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. That's all good. That's all good. Right, back to your music. Thanks for playing along. That was fun. Um, yes. That was really a lot of fun. <laughs> your, your 80s vibe is clearly visible in the artwork on your singles as well as the sound. Um, they look amazing. Um, Thank you. I must admit, I'm loving your cap as we are speaking. That's kind of 80s oh. too. Thank you. It's a, it's, a cool, it's a cool hat. They make a lot of great, this brand makes some really wonderful hats. They do. Well, can you give us a shout out? Where do you, where'd you get it from? Um, so I'm totally going online after this. Axles. Axles. Axles, yeah. They make some great hats. There we go. It was an Instagram ad. Uh, ad. Ah, and that was it. That was it. So nobody usually clicks those things. I, I'm the only person, I think. I was going to say, I usually scroll past them. Like, oh, what's this? Some other ad. <laughs> some other ad. I'm sure I scroll past my own posts sometimes. Like, oh, it's another ad. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but back to your music. The 80s revival uh, feels like a, a real thing. at Bands like The Weeknd uh, really bringing back that kind of uh, synth vibe. You've got a couple yeah. of guitars hanging there. Your music is heavily synth-based. Uh, what instruments do you play, and, and what? Where does your um, song I, start? I play the guitar. Um, I dabble with the keyboard. 
obviously. Yeah. A um, little bit of bass, uh, but but that's about it. That's as that's as far as my uh, my talents go. Um, I always wanted to play the piano. My brother got the lessons. I didn't get those lessons. Oh. So uh, the the trumpet it, it was for a few years, and that was awful for me. <laughs> it was it was bad. Yeah, the, the trumpet's a kind of instrument that either you're good at it or you're really, really bad at it. Isn't yeah, it? it was it was bad. I was like like the fifth chair in the in the band at school, and and there were only three chairs, so I was sitting somewhere on the outside of the <laughs> stadium. You know, it was nearest the door. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> but it gave you a, a grounding, I suppose, in uh, it did, performing yeah. in a band and together with yeah. other musicians. It did. It did. And I, I was often, you know, I played in a few bands, you know, in high school and in college, and it was often the rhythm guitarist and background vocals. And, you know, I would write some songs too. And I liked that. It was, it was a lot of fun. I learned playing the guitar from my father, watching him. And he always just basically played Beatles songs. So nice. first song I learned was Eleanor Rigby. Um, ah, yes. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So rhythm guitar was, you know, it's pretty simple to when you're playing Beatles songs. You, not simple to play Beatles songs, but wow, I didn't have to. You know, it's you could play chords, isn't it? Right, right. You <laughs> could play every Beatles song with just chords. You don't have to play a lead guitar to play Beatles songs. So yeah. um, they were my foundation. I was that's where I got started. Nice. And what made you kind of want to um, take those songs you'd written and then take the front stage and and put yourself out there as the the lead artist? You know. <laughs> we we had this really cool band and uh we wrote you know we wrote our own songs we played parties and we'd also play some covers and uh the lead singer just disappeared he just oh. vanished <laughs> still I've, I've never seen anything about him since no social media nothing oh, and he was he was wonderful he kind of sounded like gavin rosdale a little bit you know from bush oh, and nice. just disappeared so my brother and i we we just started writing together and we would just do like a two-part type harmony thing with our band and uh that's i i guess it was just because we needed somebody to sing <laughs> yeah yeah so that was that's where someone's got to do it <laughs> yeah yeah and amazing so you, you've never heard of the other guy since um no i'm gonna come back and go hey i'm back in the band guys uh yeah yeah he's he's never he's never showed up I've never seen him again oh hopefully he's well Oh, so yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope so. He's hopefully <laughs> right. enjoying your new music and going, hey, look, Scott's got it covered. Um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the latest track you've released, uh, Take Back the Night. It comes out tomorrow. I, I absolutely love this. It's got such a great synth line in it. It reminds me of 100% 1980s. Yep. Um, you know, so often I write about I write about what I know and it's usually, you know, love, heartbreak, uh, and just happiness and all that stuff. I started watching the news again and, you know, I stopped at one point because it's just so depressing. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything, there's nothing, there's no like happy pieces. When you turn on the news, it's just everything that's going wrong. Yeah. And, you know, I've got three little boys at home, uh, kids, and everything that was just going on is just going to be terrible for them in the future if we don't fix it. And, you know, whether it's forest fires, women's rights, 
uh, you know, just anything that you turn on the news and listen to, it's just, it's just terror, you know, uh, refugees and it's, everything's just awful right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the only way we can fix it is by us doing something about it and, and not being complacent. And, and that's what take back the night is just covering all these types of horrible things that are happening right now that we all have control over. And, you know, we have to take it back. We have to fight against the system and, and make it better for everybody so that our kids or the next generations, they're not dealing with things like with women's rights, what, what, what's happening right now in America, right? You know, it's, it's yeah. just insane. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty much the first, I don't know if you'd call it political, but just, uh, it, it's just eye-opening to see what's happening. And, you know, I'm married and I see what's happening. My wife's a really strong woman. And, and to see just these things that are happening to these women that aren't able to have, yeah, that they're having their rights removed. It's almost like living in uh, that TV show she watches, uh, Handmaid's Tale. You know, it's just yeah, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable to see these sort of things change, isn't it? And I think that's great to, to you know, like you say it's a, a political song, but it's got that real kind of um, uplifting and kind of positive edge to it, like stuff like um, some of the the. Uh, I'm trying to think of similar songs that do the same sort of thing, but you you listen to it, and by the end of the song, you feel like. Yeah, we should take back that night. You inspired yeah. us. <laughs> you know, it's got that. Um, while while it's quite serious in the lyrics, it's also a lot of fun. You know, I, I can't write a depressing song. It's it's just not in me. <laughs> so it's, it's still got that that pop, that synth pop, um, happy kind of drive with it. And I added guitars in it too. Now I started. You know, previous songs didn't have any electric guitars, and and now uh, the last two. I've been adding some guitars to it and bringing back some, some of my old roots too with the music. Um, but yeah, it's... you're bringing in your, your guitars as well. What's that been like to kind of bring back some of your, your, uh, your musical roots into, to what you do? Oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, uh, I lost, so we had this, uh, super storm in, I think it was 2011. It was called Sandy. I don't know if you guys, if it came your way or what, um, but it was super storm. It rings a bell. We usually get a yeah. few bins blow over when it gets over here. So not quite as bad. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I, we had a home in another place and the basement was where I kept all my gear and it flooded about seven feet and the basement was eight. Oh so we, we obviously evacuated, but everything in there got destroyed and I hadn't played an electric guitar since. No. Oh. Uh, so I bought some equipment again and I just, it's fun using that distortion pedal again, you know, yeah. hearing that, that hum, that buzz. Oh, um, amazing. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. You mentioned that the, the effects and the distortion pedal you've got on your guitar, but I think you can hear it in the synth as well. It's so uh, really well kind of produced and put together the tracks that you're, you're bringing out. have got such a great kind of production to them. Is that something that you've had a, a, a hand at the end as well? So, you know, I work on all the tracks myself. And then I've got uh, an engineer that does the mixing and the mastering. Um, while you know, I, I'll mix it to the best of my ability, and I'll tell him, I'll show him what I'm what I'm going for as far as what's important in the track, 
Yeah. Uh, and he brings it out. Uh, he's a, a fabulous artist as well. His name's Ghost Effects. Ghost Effects. And Ghost he, effects. he's worked on all sorts of, um, all sorts of synth poppy, indie pop music. Um, and he just, he really, he gets my vision. Uh, so I give him the tracks, he mixes it and masters it, sends it back. And I usually say, well, we don't need to do anything else. That was perfect. Or, you know, maybe it's like, <laughs> you know, key lower my voice a little bit because the music's better or, you know, something like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to work with someone like that. You can kind of, it gets your vision as must be difficult to find as an artist when you, uh, you know, I've tried myself to put things together, but never with any actual musical talent, uh, but putting your tracks together and trying to create the vision you have in your head isn't always possible by yourself yeah. and you need the help but to communicate that with someone is yes. great when it it's, happens. It's nice when you have somebody like that. Honestly, uh, a lot of people, uh, COVID was really awful for a lot of people. I, I say it like it's the past, but it's not because my son is in a class with somebody that just got it and now he has to wear a mask for 10 days at school. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah. You know, still around. Years ago, it was really awful. Um, and that's when I bought a keyboard. So for me, uh, you know, it all began again. <laughs> Thanks oh, wow. To, yeah. Amazing. So relatively recently got back into the, yeah. into the fray. Yeah, that's it. Well, I can't wait to hear what comes next then if this is all relatively recently, because it sounds like you've been doing amazing stuff for years. Uh, so I, I, what's coming next for us? Is this a, a taste okay. of more things to come? Yep. There's a song called Bad Guys. will be coming out in the middle of November. Um, just got it back from my engineer and it sounds fantastic. Nice. It's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a fun song. It's not, it's not political at all. It's just about <laughs> that guy that's pretending to be, you know, like a bad boy to get the girl. And, oh, uh, yeah. we all know one of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to go that route. Uh, but at the end she finds out that he's really just a good guy in disguise. So. Awesome. So that's coming out in November. Yep. Middle of the middle of November, a couple of weeks, two, three weeks. Amazing stuff. Can't wait to hear it. Scott, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to play out with your new track, take back the night. Um, I'm pleased to hear you're taking back the, the music, the keyboard, the guitar and everything. Um, it sounded awesome. Cheers for taking part in our eighties quiz. Um, you did amazingly well. <laughs> you did famously terrible. It did average. <laughs> <laughs> Great to talk to you, Scott. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed the interview, then please share it. Uh, if you didn't enjoy it, then share it anyway. <laughs> for more guest interviews like this, or to get the next one delivered directly to your device, subscribe to the Now You're Talking podcast. You'll find it wherever you get your podcasts from, and the whole thing has become a huge library featuring well over 150 guest interviews from music, film, comedy icons to community heroes, local legends, stars of the future, and just about everybody in between. A treasure trove of life's stories from all sorts of incredible people. So for more interviews, podcasts, videos, poems, and books, everything I do, it's available at stuartpink.com. This was awesome. I appreciate it so much. Um, no, my pleasure. Thanks for coming oh, on. 
That was great. That was wonderful. Man, I should have got some of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> those were hard. They were bloody hard questions, to be honest. I'm not sure I would have gone. And I, I live here, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I went about Queen, Coronation Street. I was like, oh, I did nothing to do with Coronation Street, did it? <laughs> By the way, are you guys on your end of the, the, the pond? Are you guys watching the Wrexham show? Like, is that interesting to you guys? The Wrexham show? No, I've yeah. never really seen it. I don't so, know what it is. Ryan Reynolds and another actor named... Uh, oh, yeah, they own a football club, don't they? Yes, they bought a football club. And... We, we, we caught up and now we're like every week we're dying to we're waiting for it. It's only like a 20 minute show every time. And oh. it's all about they just played at Wembley and uh, yeah. they, they lost. But so we don't know what happens yet. You guys probably know what happens if if you follow you know, football. But uh, I was just curious, like if I have a friend in Wales that I meant to ask, too. I haven't I haven't reached out to her yet. Oh, yeah. Must be. I've not really watched any of it. I didn't know. It was, uh, is it on Netflix or something? Or? Uh, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. Show it's extremely yeah. entertaining. I find you know, it utterly hilarious that uh, Ryan Reynolds and his mate have just yeah. bought this club over here. So the other okay. guy is very funny. He's the writer of uh, "It's Always Sunny on in Philadelphia." He's one of the writers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Ron Macca something McInerney or something like that. Or Rob McInerney. I don't. Know. It's fantastic. You should take a look. Oh, check it out. Check it out. I saw it. He's um, on Ryan Reynolds' Twitter. Not that long ago, he uh, he bought Emma um, a birthday present and basically redid the urinal in the Wrexham oh. Football Club so that everyone would basically pee on his face every time they went to use. <laughs> it was a happy birthday. I was like, oh, that's an amazing present. It's, 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 it's hilarious. Yeah, he's fantastic. I mean, he doesn't have that much money. Like, I looked it up. He's got millions, but like to buy a football club, yeah, that's a big investment. So. <laughs> Usually you're so like got a, a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a gin company and he's got movies coming out, but like that's, that's huge. But I guess it wasn't worth much because they were so awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think mean, you could probably buy a lot of football clubs for about a pound if, um, <laughs> if you want to risk it. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. But yeah, it's, it's fantastic. You should take a look.